0: It's The Commute Home with Nick and Derek. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make The Commute Home. Hey, this is Derek.
1: Hello, Derek. Nick, how are you today, sir?
0: I'm pretty good. So you and I both went on an adventure for the last few days. I've never had kids of my own. I, I've been very fortunate, though, that, that you've kind of let me be like an uncle-type figure to your kids. And I've got to spend a lot of time with them, watch them overnights, so do a lot of different fun, fun activities with them. Uh, so and then once again, uh, this, this week, you were gone for about two and a half days. And during that time, I watched your four kids and you went off on a little adventure with your wife.
2: Yeah, adventures and babysitting,
0: huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this one, you know, because of the weather, it rained almost every day while you were gone. So we were pretty much trapped in the house. We had, we had no options. But, uh, yeah, we, we had a pretty good time. But uh, for me, I, you know, I always get to have my, um, oh, I can't even say this anymore. I was going to say uh, I, I get to have my, my Bill Cosby moments. But, no, that's, that's not a good thing anymore.
2: No, don't say that, especially when talking about my kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, all I wanted to say was kids do say the darndest things. But I, I, you know, I, can I say that without re- referencing Cosby?
2: Um, I, I think you should try.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, they do say the darndest things.
0: Yes, your kids said, you know, say some pretty hysterical things, and I was gonna, always going to go to laugh at it, out of it. And since me, I don't have kids of my own, I don't have years and years of that built built up. So for me, they kind of stick with me for a long time. So I got some fun stories on on my side, and uh, I'm guessing you got some stories on yours.
2: Yeah, we went to to New York and went to Connecticut and uh, rode on the plane there and back. So, uh, yeah, some, I don't know, some interesting things. I don't know if they're fun or not. But I'll say this about kids saying the darndest things. The longer you have them, you're like, that's not that interesting kid
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: every now and again, they'll pull a rabbit out of a hat though.
0: I will say that, uh, I, with your, uh, youngest son, um, if, if he, if he explains the story to a, another video game mission to me, uh, I I'll scream. I swear to God, I'll scream.
1: <laughs>
2: Did you say the story of a video game mission? Yes. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, Hey man, I, I understand cuz yeah yeah <laughs> just uh, uh, yeah between video game missions and the newest pop figure that's coming out and uh these new shoes that look just like her other shoes
0: <laughs> yeah I, I had that conversation <laughs> uh, the, the, the catalog was out emails were sent to my personal email address to have the exact links to what she wants for her birthday and yeah
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: She only wants the $75 ones, not the $100 ones, because she's worried about me.
2: Oh, she's worried. She's worried about you.
0: That the $100 ones would be too much.
2: Oh, that's sweet of her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do
2: say the damnedest things, don't they?
0: Your kids say the damnedest things.
2: (laughs) All right, so give give me a couple examples of the damnedest things that my kids said over the past two and a half days.
0: All right. So I I discovered an online program, um, an app called uh, Tap Tap Comics uh, a few months ago. And basically, you can go on there and you can use Marvel characters to make your own comic book.
2: You discovered it? So, like, you made it?
0: No, I didn't create it. I invented it. I I found it.
2: Did you get it copyrighted?
0: (laughs) You're just going to be a pain in the butt today, aren't you?
2: You stumbled upon this previously created comic book thing
1: called tick tap or tap tick tap 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 tap. tap. Mm -hmm.
0: just a little tap tap got it so 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 i did that and i showed that to your son and i was your youngest son and i was surprised he really got into it and he was cranking out comic book stories he was cranking out pages you know he he was having uh bat uh spider-man and uh gwenpool and uh war machine running around fighting uh bullseye and having a good time and he was, you know, writing captions for the pages and having them do dialogue and a whole bunch of fun stuff. And I, I was surprised. I didn't think he'd get, get that into it. He, but he spent a few hours just playing with that. Really? Yeah, I, I was I was really surprised. And uh, and he, he kept on asking me, Derek, how do you spell this word? Derek, how do you spell that word? Derek, how do you spell this word? I'm like, oh, oh, good. This is like a learning thing. I'm liking this.
2: You <laughs> said, go ask Webster.
0: No, no, no. He, he's learning. I love that.
2: That is great,
0: but um, I but I but I had to adult for one of the questions that he asked, and I'm so proud of myself for being a, an absolute adult in that situation. Okay. And he he said, uh, "Hey, Derek, how do you spell coming?
2: How do you spell what coming? Coming? Yeah. Uh, I'm imagining he's asking about a different word.
0: Wait, wait, what are you talking about, sicko? <laughs> well you
2: said you had to adult so
1: so
0: so so instantly of course i thought about the two different kinds and inside i'm chuckling and cracking up and i'm like should i mess with them and i'm like no i'm not going to mess with them so i came back with uh, c-o-m-i-n-g and he goes oh i spelt it with a u instead of an o And on the inside, I'm like, "Oh God, Derek, don't, don't, don't do it." And I, I, I adulted, I manned up, and I adulted, and I said, oh, "Nope, it's with, it's with an O. It's always with an O."
1: Uh,
2: at least it better be. <laughs> That's what she said.
0: Yeah, that's what she said. So, uh, you know the way I am and in my sense of humor, I am so proud of myself for doing the right parent thing right there.
2: You did. I am I'm am very proud of you. That w- that was a very adult thing of you to do. Now, if it would have been the the oldest son who said, "Derek, how do you spell coming?" you would have handled that completely differently.
0: <laughs> that would have been more of like a dude, not when I'm around. I don't want to get into this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like who are you
2: talking to on that? device <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh look, i'm glad you corrected him because i'd hate to go to school and like he's writing this paper and he's all confident with himself and that word comes up and his teacher's like uh no and i'm like well i guess it depends
0: uh sir your your son had come all over his paper with a U.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Ah, uh, ah, uh, and then she looks at him and says, "It's always with an O."
0: It's always with an O. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you got to lie to him.
1: Ah, uh, that's funny. How about you? No. Well, I, I have to apologize to you, Derek, because hmm. every day goes by. I feel like a liar. And that's because
2: a few weeks ago, I told you I had faith in humanity and that all people were good.
1: (laughs) No, they're not.
2: All people suck. They are complete (laughs) shitheads. Every freaking one of them. Holy crap, man. Like people are rude and they don't care about anybody but themselves. Oh, my gosh. So
0: so we're sounding like uh, me now, man.
2: Oh my god! I am I. Uh, I need to quit hanging out with you. You're ruining my chi.
1: <laughs>
2: um. Oh my god! That guy is seriously waddling down the street. Poor poor soul.
0: Man. Oh
2: man. Put down that video game controller that's on your t-shirt, there, buddy. Young guy. No, I don't know, man. <laughs> Can you show me your ID, sir? No. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> um, all right, so 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 I'll set the story for you. Set the stage. We uh, we're flying back, right? And through this travel company that my wife worked with, they she booked us flights. And going out to uh, from O'Hare to LaGuardia was awesome. Uh, we we flew American. Seats were we were on the exit row. So there was extra leg room.
1: It was awesome.
2: On the way back, uh, I noticed our seats weren't next to each other. And I'm like, this needs to be fixed. So my wife reaches out and they're like, yeah, the, the flight's overbooked. So the right thing would have been, as as a travel company, I would think the right thing would to do, to do would be, uh,
1: would you like a different
2: flight? Or maybe another airline? a different time, something of that sort. Mm -hmm. Instead, they say, oh, well, just check with the airline once you get there and see if there's anything available. In what world does that work? Like, all of a sudden, mass people are just going to say, yeah, I'm not going to take that flight that day.
1: Come on, man. It's over freaking booked. You tell me this. So anyway, and they don't book us
2: like somebody on the window or on the aisle, we're both in middle seats. So we have no negotiating power. Cause some people are like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll move over to the aisle or to a window. If I'm sitting in the middle, no, we're the middle people. Mm. And I'm like, this isn't going to go well. And like the entire time, right before getting out on the plane, I'm like, this isn't going to go well. I know it. I'm going to ask somebody if they'll switch They're going to say no. Then I'm going to have to sit next to this asshole that doesn't switch seats the entire time just because they're a prick. So guess what? Mm. I get on the plane and get to the row. And as we're walking back, you know how you look at the rows and you're like, you start counting in your head. Okay, I'm going to be in that row. So it's going to be that person I'm going to ask. And I look up and I see these two guys. First guy business person probably in his 60s all
1: right okay
2: and i'm looking at him like okay maybe he's got a we got a shot he's maybe he you know he grew up in a time where people respected people and you know do for others and all that horse shit that never really existed except for in our minds (laughs) and on 80s television uh fucking leave it to beaver is not real So I'm like, okay, I got a shot with that guy, and then I look over at the other guy, and this guy, late forties, gotta be, his entire beard is gray and white. He's got like this, I didn't shouldn't say beard, it's like this goatee, and he's got a fucking faux hawk, man. He's like damn near fifty years old, and he's got a faux hawk. <laughs> with, like, gel in his hair and shit. Okay. And I'm like, what the hell? And he's got, like, this fake tan and shit because it's like, dude, you're coming from New York. There's no way you got a real tan. Um And he's wearing, like, plaid, uh like, Eddie Bauer-type shorts with, like, this surf shirt on and shit. And he's, like, got, you know, boat shoes with no socks. And I'm like, there's no chance that fucking dipshit's getting up. So, I'm like, let me go with the old man cuz he's, you know, I got better chances. And then I was like, no. Let me ask the dipshit first with the faux hawk because chicken little over there may say, "Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I I'll, I'll move because, you know, what else?" So, um and plus, you know, I figured he'd say no, so I'm like, okay, let's get the let's get the no out of the way first. So, I asked him. I'm like, "Sir, um, you know, they booked my wife and I and separate seats. And would you be willing to switch with me um so that my wife and I can sit together and and sit in that, that middle seat right there. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And it's, and that was it. And then he put his headphones in. And I'm like, you dick. <laughs> what, like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, that was it. That was the end of the conversation. So I'm like, okay. So I look over at this business guy. And I and I and I almost said to him, You're our last hope, Obi Wan. But I didn't I, I I said, Sir, would you would you mind moving over um so and sitting in the middle seat and uh so that my wife and I could sit sit together on the flight home and uh <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, You want me to sit in the middle? I'm like, yes sir, (laughs) (laughs) no I just fucking said it for the hell of it dude, I want you to stay right there. (laughs) And he looks at me and he goes, I'm not sitting in the middle. And I'm like, you asshole, I'm like, chivalry is dead, nobody gives a shit. Like, and I, I felt like literally the thought crossed through my mind, and I felt like saying, "May your sons be blessed with small penises." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he would have been like, "Well, good. I don't want them bigger than mine."
1: <laughs> but
2: holy shit! So I'm sitting there, and it, you know, it's not bad. It, it, it's not bad enough the guy said no. And I know people will listen and people will be like, well, they booked the seats. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But I tell you what, if I was ever on a flight by myself and anybody asked me to move for any reason, shit, you can take the seat. It ain't mine. I don't give a crap. But both hmm. of these guys, they're married. And I start thinking, I wonder what their wives would say if they told them this story.
0: This day and age, who knows?
2: Yeah, that's what, and then, and then I started thinking that they probably like, yeah, I wouldn't have got up either. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but so the guy I'm sitting to, Chicken Hawk or fucking Foghorn Leghorn, whatever you want to call him. (laughs) So, so, so they come by with the, with the,
1: the, the drink cart, right? And, and the guy goes, yeah, can I get a, can I get a Jack and, and Coke? And I'm like,
2: yeah, I'm not surprised. All right, Alky boy, that's fine. It's a two-hour flight, <laughs> by the way, Derek. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he drinks it like within like a couple minutes, mm-hmm. and then in, in, uh, he like stands up and goes and finds the lady, and she's still like getting passengers behind us drinks, and gets another one, and in two hours this dipshit drank four Jack and Cokes plus two of those shot bottles of, uh, of Jack Daniels. And I'm like, this is two hours, man. Like what the hell is wrong with your life where you need to drink that damn much on a pl- a two hour flight?
0: Maybe flying gives him anxiety.
2: Uh, well, he should have switched seats and then he could have been all fucking cuddly between the two fucking people. Like I had to be.
0: Maybe he was so nervous with, the, with the anxiety and he's so like, kind of like he had the plan of going to sit here. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit here and get drunk. I'm going to sit here and get drunk. And then when he came and tried to alternate his, alternate his plan, he's like, no, no, I can't do that. No, this is the plan. This is how I'm going to fly. This is how I'm going to survive this ordeal.
2: Yeah, I get this feeling. That's not how that went down in his mind
0: whatsoever.
2: <laughs> but, you know, to to play devil's advocate, you know what, maybe his, his wife left him that day and maybe she was like, you know what? I'm leaving you for a man that dresses his fucking age and will get a real <laughs> haircut. <laughs> you piece of shit chicken little looking motherfucker. <laughs> the sky is falling asshole. Get out of here. Send him on his way.
0: So what happened with the two people in uh, your wife's row?
2: <laughs> well, one of them was the, the, the
1: fucking old man who I had confidence in and he's like, so, so this dipshit he's like, he, he pulls out the paper and he's like,
2: he, I don't know, he's smaller than you, Derek, big, bigger than me. And I mean, okay. like, height and girth wise, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like he couldn't have sat in the middle and been okay. But mm-hmm. so he pulls out the paper and I'm like watching this dipshit. And first of all, it's the USA today. And I'm like, <laughs> fake news (laughs) but but he's like he's got this paper like extended out so that everybody can see that he knows how to read
1: wow i'm
2: like what the hell dude like who reads the paper anymore let alone like who who fucking he's got like both pages open he doesn't fold it over to be polite or anything and just reads the one article on the one section no he's got the damn thing double open and shit like he's on the shitter fucking reading the paper on a sunday morning
1: i'm like what the fuck is wrong with this guy
0: i was gonna say he must be sophisticated but now after that shitter comment no no i can't i can't say that at all
2: oh my goodness And i'm like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and, and you know what he does when he gets ho- done with the paper? Because supposedly he read the entire USA Today. Like anybody reads the entire USA Today, even the fricking entertainment section and all that. He read the whole thing. Supposedly, he takes the fucking paper, and you know what he does? Hmm. He sm- He 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 stuffs it in the pocket on the seat in front of him. Okay. And like then he when when he leaves to get off the flight, does he take the paper with him? Oh no, no, because you don't you don't walk past thirty thousand trash cans in the fucking airport. This guy fucking just leaves the paper there, and like that's what they get paid for. Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just letting you know, Derek. I would not be upset if I found out that they tripped on a crack and broke their mother's backs. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, mm-hmm. you know.
0: What about the guy on the other side of her?
2: Oh, that was that was a woman, okay, and uh, an older woman, who I didn't feel it was pr- appropriate to ask her to to move, because I believe in chivalry, okay. and I believe in treating people properly. There was no way I was going to ask that woman to move so that I could be comfortable. Okay. And then the other guy that was on the other side of me, he was sitting there fucking kicking back gin and tonics, joking with the dipshit fucking chicken little ass.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) And I'm
2: sitting here between the two of them, and I'm like, good
0: God. Oh, boy. Gin and tonic. Oh, that's a classic drink. You don't see many of those anymore.
2: Yeah, he looked sophisticated. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Like, that can says tonic water, you sissy ass. (laughs) <laughs> so that was the flight home Derek.
0: i think we've learned some future strategies for you uh for flying home when if this happens again
2: it'll never happen again i will never get on a flight when i'm traveling with my wife where my seat next to her is not guaranteed i will sit and i will refuse i will hand my cuff to handcuff myself to the fucking chair in the freaking Terminal right there. I'm like, nope. I will look like Tom Hanks in that movie, and I'll just be sitting in the terminal for days until they give me a different flight. It just won't happen.
0: All right, all right. But let's say theoretically, you had to get on the plane, and you had, and you have different seats. So let's talk about strategies going forward. So first of all, uh you need to buy a newspaper. I think that worked really well.
2: I didn't even know they still existed. Okay. Like, who reads the paper anymore? Shit.
0: Uh, number two. Now, what I'm thinking is, what's the most disgusting food you can buy in the airport in the terminals? Ooh. I don't. I assume they don't have canned sardines there.
2: I, I guess it would depend on which airport you're at, because it seems yep. like airports' food choices are based on the location. Like, I don't know if, like, if you ate like on at on the border or something, and had like a big ass bean burrito. <laughs> That might be pretty gnarly, 30,000 feet in the air.
0: I think you want to go fish. I think you want to go something that as soon as you open that container, just it just wafts, smells oh, everywhere. Oh, you
2: want me to eat it on the flight? That This is
1: good.
0: See, if people say no, then you're like, oh, okay. Sounds good. First, I'm going to start in my middle seat and read my USA Today. Flap.
1: You're like slapping people.
0: <laughs> With both panels open. At, at at the same time, as I slowly go through and read every single article, while sitting in my lap will be my lunch, which I'm which I'm kind of munching on. Which could be, like I said, I would go with some sort of fish, something that has a real pungent smell that they'll definitely mm. be picking up on.
1: That, that's a good idea.
0: Hmm.
2: What if I and, and, and well, I I, I watched the movie Money Monster on the way. Because I was going to watch it, which pissed me off even more so because this is the first time that I got my wife to agree to watch that movie with me because she doesn't do scary movies. Mm -hmm. But she was going to watch the fucking movie on the flight home. And I was like, this is going to be great. Well, guess what? She was in the other freaking row. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to watch it. I watched this movie I hadn't watched before, which is fine. But I'm thinking maybe I should watch something that really isn't funny, but I should act like it's funny and just get this really, like, really Revenge of the Nerds type laugh.
1: Oh, extremely oh.
2: loud as hell. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Every time something stupid happened on the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I like it. You could be like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. You could pick your nose there. <laughs>
2: my nose and wipe it on the seat in front of me
0: yes yes
2: but, see, then, but, this, but the problem with that though is the person that has to clean up i wouldn't want to put that on them that's not fair
0: i have a story for, for you actually about this that, that that whenever this this comes up i think about it uh i was at uh I, I think it was mccormick place for an uh for a trade show a few years ago i was standing out front and i was still smoking at the time I was having a cigarette. I finished my cigarette. I go, and I, I, I walk over to the ashtrays I have out there. And I put it away. This guy wearing an orange vest runs up to me and goes, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I finished my cigarette. I'm going in. He's like, hey, take that cigarette and throw it on the ground. What? I'm like, excuse me. He's like, he's like you're saving union jobs. If everyone goes and cleans up, we're losing jobs. Throw that cigarette butt on the ground.
2: That didn't really happen.
0: I swear to God, swear to God. And he got like a little, like feisty with me. Like he was really like one of those really, uh, energetic, uh, guys.
2: He was a really energetic union person.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, and uh, I'm like, uh, okay, okay. You know, I I didn't run into him the rest of the day, but, uh, walking away from that, I'm like, whoa, that was, that was out there.
1: Wow. That. Did he have a faux hawk?
0: He did not. No, normal looking dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad.
0: So, so I think what you got to do is we got to find out strategies that are annoying enough that will really bother people, but not so annoying that the stewardesses will get involved.
2: Mm, Yeah, I know. Cause like, I don't want to be a complete, like I wanted to punch him in his fucking face, but that would have got me thrown off the plane and on do not fly lists and all kinds of drama. I'm like, I don't want to do that.
0: Yep, that would have gotten you an article in USA Today. That's what that's what would have gotten you.
2: Yeah, and then dipshit would have been reading about me tomorrow.
0: Yep, laughing.
2: He was like that guy. <laughs> I, I was hoping maybe he would get up and go to the freaking bathroom, and I'd go over there and put like a a mop handle or something in it so he couldn't get out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why'd you stay in there, you asshole. <laughs>
0: Nick, I am not like this. I am not rubbing <laughs> off on you. I, 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 I think I think you've finally kind of come out of the cocoon, and you've kind of become the full-on, you know, shithead butterfly.
2: You know, I will, I will honestly tell you, there was a point yesterday on that stupid two-hour flight where I'm like, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> because
1: I'm
2: like... <laughs> and I'm like, this is all your fault. Because ever since that conversation... Every time somebody does something negative, it's like it sits with me, and I'm like, Derek's not right. He's not right. No, 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 he's not right. It's like that car. You never see this type of car until you want to go buy this car. Mm-hmm. And then you see everybody has that damn car. Mm-hmm. This is how it's been for me lately. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, this can't be the case. But then, yeah, it's it's pretty much the case. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anything else happen interesting for you?
0: Oh, you know, whenever you guys are gone, your kids want to be in, like, constant contact with you. They're like, can we text our parents? Can we call our parents? That's my
2: wife's fault.
0: And my standpoint on that is no. Because I think I'm like, you know, up until recently, this technology really wasn't available. Yes. You know, when I was a kid and my parents are gone on a trip, I couldn't, I could maybe maybe at night they would call me from the hotel room and, and that would be, be a, a big deal. Cause that costs money. And that wouldn't really happen at all. If at all, you know, at, at, at often at all.
2: Yeah.
0: So my, my default answer to them is no. And, and whenever uh, I have to uh, drop the hammer and discipline them a little bit, uh, they really want to talk to you guys. And I'm like,
2: <laughs> no. no, I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till my mom gets here, Derek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's always funny because, because, you know, I come home and they tell on me right away and your and your wife's usually like, good, I'm glad he did that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now this time, uh, you guys didn't call home re- to check in really at all. A couple of texts here and there, and and honestly, you know the way, I'm, your house could be on fire, and I'd be like, yeah, everything's fine, you know, just hanging out.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we trust this daring guy with our kids?
0: Hey hey, when the dishwasher uh, door broke, I I was just like, Hey uh when you got a second, uh, not a not a big deal. <laughs> <happen> but, <laughs> uh, but uh would you want to give me a call sometime? No no rush, no rush. And you're like, Yeah, I'll call you in a little bit. And you know, so I do escalate. I just do it very nicely.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: Yep. Yeah. But uh but I don't
2: know if the dishwasher door is escalate worthy.
0: I felt bad.
2: Cause it, you know, I start, I, I start, I, I start getting this shit in my head. I'm like, which one of them damn kids broke the dishwasher? What the hell! And then I hear, yeah, no, I'm, I did it from you. I'm like, don't you cover for that? No, it was me. I'm like, give it, Derek. This is why we can't have nice things.
0: <laughs> Touche. Uh, so. So finally, you know, I think it was after I,
2: I, I fixed that door, though, didn't I?
0: Yes, you did. Good job, my friend. Yeah. But uh, so, at night two, your daughter's just like, um, like God, I can't believe how we're not hearing much from mom and dad at all. I, I, why, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, this time I can't adult. I've already adulted once. This, this. Uh, <laughs>
2: I'm all out of adult.
0: I'm out of adulting. So we're sitting there for dinner, and I'm just like, backstory. As a child, my dad teased us a lot, a lot, which really backfired because now that I'm older, I tease him a lot. And I feel compelled to really tease children a lot as well. Uh, and uh, and I can be pretty vicious when I'm teasing them and just go right at it. Uh, now, luckily, your kids know me, and they know right away when I'm teasing. Uh, so, but there's still that little bit like that 1% of, Meh, is he telling the truth? Uh, Maybe so. So your daughter's like, well, so I can't believe they haven't talked to us. I can't believe they haven't called us and we, you know, anything and all that. And I'm like, eh.
2: we were gone for less than freaking forty eight hours, or I mean, yeah. less than seventy two hours. Yeah. Like it was crazy. We weren't even gone
0: that long. No, yeah, it was less than forty eight hours at that point. And I'm just like,
1: yeah, less than. Uh, I
0: was just like, eh, your parents don't love you anymore. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm just gonna be totally honest. Uh, you know, they, they, they didn't go to New York. They're, they're really in Disney world right now. They, they just, they want to go without you because they don't, they don't really like you guys anymore. And actually I'll tell you the whole deal. You know what, what's really supposed to happen is, is I'm supposed to take you guys to the orphanage tomorrow. And right now your parents are just working on if We're going to take you to the orphanage in Aurora or the orphanage in Elgin. So that's what we're doing right now. Uh, so, uh, your, your mother-in-law is sitting there listening to me doing this chuckling pretty hard. Um, and and your kids have this look like uh like they know i'm joking, but there's that 1% like he's not telling the truth is he
2: or there's that 1% where they're thinking this dude is morbid as shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i ran with that for a couple hours it was cute it was fun
2: and the ba- the baby's like whatever
0: yeah Oh, your older daughter's like, we've got this brand new baby.
2: Brand new? She's two?
0: <laughs> and, and and I'm just like, well, I didn't want to tell you this, but they decided they just want one daughter, and they like the little <laughs> one more, you know? <laughs> the, 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 she has
1: I talk back.
0: <laughs> I, I, think, I, I, think, I think what your dad said was uh, in with the new, out with the old, something like that. So <laughs> we are keeping the baby, but uh, the rest of you are going. Her jaw dropped on that. I was pretty proud of myself.
2: Yeah, that's good. But, uh, you know, fortunately, they knew you were kidding. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they knew you were kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, that bowling alley is for sale. We should buy a bowling alley, Derek, Huh? with our, all of our royalties from our podcast.
0: Yeah. And, and plus my music royalties will be set. I just got to check.
2: Ooh, how much was it this time? buck City.
0: this month two cents so twice as much as usual damn
2: yeah, I'm, there gonna, you go, I'm gonna take man. those two
0: pennies i'm just gonna rub them together
2: there you go too bad it's not two bits
0: i know i'm, I'm working on it man maybe by the end of the year yeah. for work hard you gotta
2: have goals Derek. gotta yeah. have goals
0: that's why everyone needs to go online and buy the album on itunes uh voodoo head
2: <laughs> this isn't about your voodoo head Derek. oh i know Everybody should go online and buy the album Voodoo Head. <laughs> it's a bargain.
0: <laughs> it, 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 it's it's gold. It's a masterpiece.
2: It is gold. It was certified double tinfoil.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, five hundred copies. I think that's what what that would be.
2: Yeah, five hundred, dude. That's ball. That's five hundred copies. More than I've ever sold of any damn thing.
0: Oh no! Five hundred copies were made. <laughs> we didn't sell all five hundred.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to tell everybody that. You I got a box down go, here. Man. You know what? I will autograph
0: it and mail it to the right person for fifteen bucks.
2: <laughs> Ooh, shit! He's not lying, everybody. I, he autographed mine. <laughs> I don't know where it is anymore. Sorry.
0: Oh, somewhere. Oh.
2: It's somewhere. Oh,
0: you're such a bad fan.
2: I put it in a collectible drawer.
0: no, oh, the, the junk
2: drawer. <laughs> it might be in a
1: tote.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff. Um, So uh, another thing when we were there, so, so we arrived on Monday, Monday afternoon, evening ish time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We go, uh, we go to get the car and we get the car and everything and we we planned on eating uh at this cuban place in uh corona queens Mm -hmm. new york and uh i i don't remember the name of the place off the top of my head but um
0: and that's where they make the corona beer at correct
2: i don't know
0: i just made that up
2: it it sounds legit though let's go with that we're going to tell everybody yeah i went by where (laughs) they made the corona beer (laughs)
0: fake fake news
2: (laughs) right so uh so so we went to this place and it first of all it was awesome because there were freaking people all over the place like walking down up and down the streets there's got like street vendors and everything like this uh so it was just it was a really cool atmosphere you know parking on both sides of the road so you couldn't you know uh, you had to like stop to let other people go through because the streets were really narrow and everything like that. So we drove around for like 20 minutes trying to find a place to park so we could eat at this restaurant. And, uh, you know, we finally find a place and we go in there and we're like, hmm, we're, uh, the only white folks here,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which I'm like, we must be in the right place. Cause we know they got good food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I had like really awesome Cuban sandwich there. They use this really thin bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very good. Uh, Cuban cream soda, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're leaving there and I'm like, man, this is a really cool spot. And, uh, so we're walking back to the car and we walk past this, uh, car stereo place. It's about eight guys and, and this female sitting out front. And they're like hitting a bong right there on the sidewalk. Wow. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, no, no, no worries of the the cops around here. No fuzz coming up in these parts, I guess. I don't know. I guess not. (laughs) So uh, if you're ever in Queens, look up this place that I don't know the name of and (laughs) go eat there.
0: I will. Um, I definitely will now since I don't know the name.
2: Yeah. Since you know the name that I don't know. Um, another place we ate at while we were out is,
0: uh, real quick. Uh, why'd you pick that place? Yelp. Okay.
2: I looked up Cuban sandwiches, best Cuban sandwiches. And that's what came up. The reviews were good. And then I, I saw the pictures and it had that really thin bread that they used. And I was like, I want to try that bread. That looks awesome. And it was awesome. Uh, maybe not the best Cuban I've had, but pretty close, pretty close.
0: What got you into Cuban food?
2: Um, so we've got we've got some friends that we've had for a really long time that are Puerto Rican, and uh, the food isn't exactly the same, but it has the same um, same style in the way that it's cooked, and they use this a lot of the same type of ingredients. Like one of my favorite things to eat is uh, yucca, mm-hmm. and uh, yucca root is. It's almost like a like a potato, except for it tastes so much better. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome, and um, you know, so I like to get yucca, and then I also got sweet plantains. But anyway, going back to that, so those our friends they made you know they got us really turned on to Puerto Rican food, which is you know not completely different than Mexican, but a little bit different in the just the way that things are prepared and everything like that. But they got us really turned into it. We really like Mexican food, so. I'm like, I want to try. I saw, I saw, um, I saw the movie chef. You ever see that movie?
0: I was going to say, that's what got me into Cuban food was the John Favreau movie chef. Yes. I didn't even know it was a thing.
2: Yeah. Like I, like I see it in this movie and I'm like, damn, that looks good. Yeah. So, so when we went down to Miami for, uh, the Disney cruise that we took a few years ago, mm-hmm. I, uh, I ordered a Cuban sandwich down there cause I'm like, Miami, you know, try a Cuban. Uh, so I tried it, and I was like, "This is pretty good," but you know, I would change this and that or whatever to it. So I'm like, now it's my quest that everywhere I go that has Cuban sandwiches, I got to taste it, and I got to see how it compares. And I'll tell you, there's this place in West Chicago. It's called uh, Treasures of the Caribbean, and it's on 38, right before you get to 59. They have the best Cubans I've ever had. Oh yeah, it is so freaking good man and it's so close uh just phenomenal cubans they got uh so they sell in that place puerto rican and cuban food okay so uh very 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 good food in that place so you can go in there you can get plantains you can get uh you can get uh puerto rican rice which is awesome i love puerto rican rice because it's got uh it's got pigeon peas and it's got uh huge uh olives in it, you know. Those olives are good and I'm not going to try and pronounce what kind of olives they are because I'll butcher it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Cuban uh Puerto Rican rice is excellent. You take that with a freaking Cuban sandwich it's, it's off the chain, man.
0: So um you ever had Cuban rice?
2: I can't confirm nor deny. Okay. I believe I have, but I'm really not a hundred percent sure.
0: I listened to the podcast, uh, the church of what's happening with, uh, Joey Coco Diaz is the host. Joey Coco Diaz is a comedian, uh, from, uh, Jersey, but ran around New York, nonstop, uh, New York city. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, so he's Cuban, uh, and he, and he, uh, he says that the best Cuban food ever is Cuban rice. And he recommends everyone to try it.
2: Interesting. I, I don't know if I've had it. I, I believe I have, but, I you know, I don't want to say, for sure
0: mm-hmm.
2: just in case maybe i haven't very good so uh but yeah that's what that's what that that movie kind of and you know our friends so it was kind of a combination of both but yeah now i'm on the the hunt for the world's best cuban so if anybody knows send us an email at the commute home at com.
0: yeah absolutely
2: Uh, so a couple other places that we ate, we ate at, um, uh, Sybil's Bakery, which we brought some of that home with us. And, uh, we had pine tarts, which is pineapple in a pastry. And we also had guava pastries, which that's another thing that our Puerto Rican friends turned us on to is, uh, guava, which I had never had before, uh, becoming friends with them and guava in a pastry. It's just freaking phenomenal. Uh, so we got that from, um, From Sybil's which we saw on the show No Passport Required, which is on PBS. I think I talked about it before. We saw that show on there, which is Guyanese food, which is from Guyana. And that's South America somewhere. But it's very Indian. Uh, um, I don't want to say the relation is Indian, but the heritage – uh, comes from India and the Caribbean. So it's kind of a mixture of the two, which Indian food is amazing. So it was pretty awesome. So I walk into this place in Jamaica, Queens yesterday and I was like phenomenal smelling. And I felt like a shithead because all I was doing was getting pastries and not eating any of the awesome food that they had sitting out there. It was like a cafeteria style. You just go through, tell them what you want, and then they charge you at the end of the row. So, um, but yeah, that place was really good. And we went to Pepe's Pizza which is huge in the northeast, I guess, which is in um West Haven, Connecticut and or, or New Haven, Connecticut, I'm sorry. And it's um the pizza place has been there since the twenties. Same recipes, brick oven pizza. Uh we get there and people are lined up out the door, you know, and it's after nine o'clock at night and this place closes at ten and people are lined up out the door to get some of this pizza. So uh what I would tell you is I thought it was okay. I, I love pizza. I love brick oven pizza, but they needed to take that pizza out about two minutes sooner than what they did. Because mm. it was a little charred yeah. on the edges, yeah. and I don't like that. Because yeah. I like the crust. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. If they would have brought it, you know, brought it out a couple minutes quicker, uh, probably would have been phenomenal. So. It was a lot better the next day when it was cold, All right, which all pizza is. So those, those were our food adventures, I guess you could say, the the different places that we wanted to eat while we were there and we did. Oh, we also ate at the Post Road Diner, which is actually, you know, it's one of the old school diners with, uh, you know, you go in there and it's got the... Um, the chrome where you can see yourself in it and, Mm -hmm. and the neon lights and everything like that. And it's a bar that you can sit at much like a waffle house, which we don't have in Illinois. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, the past couple of times that we've been out to Connecticut, uh, we've ate at the post road diner and they've got phenomenal food, very good diner food.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Um,
2: Anything else happen in regards to your adventures in babysitting?
0: <laughs> um, let me see. So, so my food adventures, uh, one of the things I like to do when uh, when I go over to your guys' house is you usually have a refrigerator full of plastic bins full of leftovers. And yes. your kids do not eat leftovers. So when Nobody in when, my
2: family does.
0: So whenever I'm over there, I always like to try to do my part for the environment and eat the leftovers. And you're a good soul. Thank you. Thank you. And this time you I have never in my entire life had leftovers so good. Uh
2: <laughs> never. You're like, what the hell's wrong with these people?
0: I was and and the running joke is usually whenever I, whenever I come over, you're usually the one cooking for some reason. Like you're usually cooking out on the barbecue. Yeah, that's
1: true. So usually
0: yeah. so I always tease your wife that I'm like, you don't cook. I've never once seen you cook. Your your husband does all the cooking in the house. Just admit it.
2: Yeah, that is so not true
0: at all. I know, but I, I like teasing her about it. And uh, I, I think I've only seen actually seen her cook once up to this point. And she's like, "See, see, look, I'm doing it. I'm doing it." And she made a big deal <laughs> out of it. Um, but uh, but your your wife can cook Italian like I have never had before. Oh my god! Yeah uh, that 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 manicotti that we had in the, that you had in the refrigerator was phenomenal. I've never had it so good. It was so good I didn't heat it up. And then, um, and then, uh, your, your life, you guys left ZD for us to heat up to have for dinner one night. And, and I never had, I don't think I've ever had ZD before. It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I actually ate so much of it. I, I got sick cause I, I couldn't, I, cause I, I had way too much and it did, did not feel good that night, but worth it. Totally worth it. Um, and then, and then I discovered your Buffalo chicken dip. And it's, you know, it's this white container with this like orangish peaches colored stuff in there. And I'm like, what is this? So I just grabbed a spoon and I took a spoonful out and I tried it. I'm like, oh, oh, I know what this is. (laughs) And I took a a second spoonful. I'm like, oh my God, I've, I've never had it this good before. And then I have a third spoonful. I'm like, I'm going to eat this entire thing right here, standing in front of the refrigerator for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm kind of like standing next to the refrigerator, just spooning it out of this container. And there was a lot there. And I'm kind of looking around. I'm checking left. I'm checking right. I'm like, I'm not sharing this with anybody. This is incredible. <laughs> and I ate that entire container of buffalo chicken dip uh, for uh, for breakfast. And it was so good. I, I, I heard that's your recipe. Excellent job, sir.
2: Thank you, yeah, buffalo chicken dip is like it's it's funny Cause you say that like I'm always the one cooking, and it's it's hilarious because I never cook, mm-hmm. except for it just seems like when you come over all of a sudden, like for some reason, I'm cooking mm-hmm. maybe my wife is like, I'm not feeding his ass, <laughs> you feed him <laughs> he's, he's your friend, you feed him,, <laughs> uh. uh, maybe that's what it is i don't I don't know, but yeah that. I learned how to make that Buffalo chicken dip a couple of years ago. I tried it. I was like, cause the recipe is literally on the Frank's red hot bottle.
1: Oh really? And
2: like the commercial, I put that shit on everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm, I'm looking at it one day and I'm like, I want to try this. Cause I've had Buffalo chicken dip before. And I was like, this is pretty good stuff. So I'm like, I want to try this. So I, so I make some of it and I'm like, you know, not the to two mile horde, but this is pretty damn good. Because I always add more cheese and more hot sauce than it tells you to. Because mm-hmm. to me, the best part of it is the cheese and the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I made it, and you know, I was like, everybody's like, "That's great," and everything. So now, every month when my wife has book club, like people are bugging her, like, "Hey, are you, is your husband going to make buffalo chicken dip?" And we really want some buffalo chicken dip. And then, like, you tell it, you tell me this story about how. You had it for breakfast, which I've never done before. So I might have to try it the next time. And I'm like, that's that's great because I'm glad people like it because it is one of the most simple things to to make. uh, And it just tastes so damn good. Mm -hmm. And you can eat so much of it
0: so friggin' quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because it almost has a consistency of like it's a little bit thicker than pudding. And uh, you just spoon it up and go for it.
2: Yeah, and I I get that. uh, I shred that that chicken, like, a lot. So, I mean, it's, you know, you don't have any hunks of chicken in there. It's
0: Not at all. It's shredded
2: pretty good. So, but I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Uh, So, I'll tell you one last story from our trip. Um, We go, after we eat the Cuban food, we wanted to go to Times Square and we're like, we, you know, we've been on the outer edges of Times Square, but never like in, you know, around the area that much. Um Just because we've had other things going on and we wanted to go to Times Square because um we just wanted to check it out and everything and go down there. We're like, we're in New York. Let's go down, you know, Manhattan this time of night. Really? There's not a whole lot. I mean, there's a ton to do because, a lot of stuff's open late, but most of it's food related. And we didn't want to go to a show because we didn't know when time the flight would get in and everything like that. So we're like, we'll just walk around uh, Times Square for a little while because there's just stuff down there and everything. And it was like 95 degrees in New York. Oh, wow. So it was, it was pretty hot and it was very humid. And we get to Times Square and there's like people everywhere. By this time, it's like uh 30, o'clock at night. And there are people everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, if all these people would stop breathing, it wouldn't be as hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I, would, I, I swear to you, it was probably over 100 degrees down in, down in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw the the ball that they drop, which, you know, it doesn't go away. They just leave it there. And then the next year they'll pull it up to the top
1: and they'll drop it
2: again and they'll leave it there. So we saw that and it's like, man, it's a hell of a lot smaller than what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're walking around and we go into, uh, we go to the lids that's down there, which are pretty huge lids, which is awesome. Cause I love hats. And then we went to the Yankees clubhouse, which is down there, which is awesome. Cause the Yankees are awesome. Uh, Cubs are awesome too, but Yankees are awesome. And, uh, and then we're like, well what the hell are we gonna do? do? Because we like paid to park for two hours, which was, you know, ridiculous. It was twenty five dollars to park for two hours, but you know, it's Times Square, it's Manhattan, everything else. So we're like, Well, what are we gonna do? So we're like walking around and I'm like, I really gotta go I gotta take a piss. Mm-hmm. And I'm like for real. And there's like there's no public bathrooms, like well, let's go to Starbucks because Starbucks always has a bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're not going to kick us out because of that shit that happened last time. We don't have to buy anything <laughs>
1: because all that crap in the news.
2: They'll, they'll be welcoming us to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But they figured it out. You know how they do it down there? How mm. they make sure people don't use their
0: bathroom? Pay toilets?
2: They don't have them. Really? Starbucks in Times Square does not have a bathroom. So I walk next door to the movie theater because there's like an outdoor from Starbucks to the movie theater, which is weird. But I walk out the thing and I'm like, hmm. So I go to the movie theater guys. And I'm like, hey, man, is there a bathroom around here? And he was like, not a public one. You can go to McDonald's. I'm like, okay, fine.
0: The McDonald's,
2: by the way, huge McDonald's, two story friggin' McDonald's, ridiculously large. Okay. Um, so like we go into McDonald's and you go back to the bathroom and I'm like, There's a code on this bathroom <laughs> to get into the bathroom. I'm like, What the hell, man? So literally like who, for my wife for the for the women's restroom, like she waits till somebody comes out and then she just you know, she carries on behind them and goes into the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, people are like holding open bathroom doors, like piggybacking off of each other to go into the to the bathroom at McDonald's to avoid having to buy something and get the damn secret freaking code. Mm-hmm. You know what's the password and shit like that. So mm-hmm. uh, very interesting how you have to go to the bathroom <laughs> in Times Square.
0: Uh, I, I had a similar experience in Paris.
2: Oh, there's no bathrooms at the Eiffel Tower.
0: There are, there are bathrooms at the Eiffel Tower. When I, when uh, we were there, I had to go. Uh just you know this number 1 and uh there's a there's a chain across and the sign <laughs> up
2: number 1. Thanks for a clarification on on hmm.
0: that by the way. Uh yeah so it wasn't that desperate. Uh was, you didn't you know, have to it's, go
2: buy a paper.
0: I was still able to walk, you know. But um <laughs> uh yeah the, I, there was a chain up on them and says you know closed for 2 hours for cleaning. I'm like uh-oh. Uh, so we're trying to run, and there's a lot of gardens and parks around that area. And I'm like running around, running around, running around. And we finally found a, found a public toilet, like a, a half mile away. Uh, but it's Jesus. one of those, but it's one of those pay toilets on the street. Correct change only. So all six of us are going through our pockets, seeing if we can find the right coinage to get into this thing. It was <laughs>
1: just
2: so that you could take a piss. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you have the change?
0: We between like the four of us, we did find the right change. Yes. Oh, that's good. But what an absolute pain at the Eiffel Tower.
2: Hmm. I just looked at your mom and said, "Hey, are you done with that Gatorade yet?"
0: That's a that's a problem though. The Eiffel, there's I, that area. There's people everywhere, everywhere. There's no place to discreetly do anything like that.
2: <laughs> you Can't hide behind a bush or anything. Like no, that. <laughs>
0: they're everywhere. Wow. So, yeah.
2: That's a, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, you don't like necessarily plan your trips around where bathrooms are located. No, but sometimes I guess,
0: yeah. you know, I drink so much water every day and I don't think about it, but, uh, you know, on a trip, you know, it could be a problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely can be
0: on a final note. Um, you know, and I always enjoy watching your, your kids. always have a good time. Not always, but I usually enjoy watching your kids and having, and I have a good yeah. time. Uh, as I'm driving home though, I've noticed this trend. I don't even do it consciously, but I think like subconsciously I have to decompress from the hours and hours and hours of watching Disney and Disney XD where, yeah. I, w- yeah. where I'm sitting there, I'm watching, you know, Muppet Babies and Vampirina and Mickey Mouse and all those shows. And when I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. These are nice. Yeah. This, this is sweet. This is nice. But I don't know why, but when I get home or when I get in that car to drive home, I am just cranking death metal, singing along with it, and punching my dashboard for the first 20 minutes on my drives home every time. I literally think I have to subconsciously decompress out of this happy place and get back to myself.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: not really sure how to take that, but... Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I I'm, I'm just crank. I mean, people are looking at me at traffic last night, and I'm just like... Oh, I'm doing it again. I didn't even notice I was doing it again. I don't normally, you know, punch the dashboard while I'm listening to music. But wow, what is wrong with me?
2: Jesus, you make it sound like my kids are devil children.
0: No, I, I'm no. It's not your kids. It's Disney. I, I, I. I, Oh, it's Disney. (laughs) I I can't handle that much Disney, man. All all those happy TV shows. I need some darkness in my life.
1: I need some darkness in
2: my life. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Hey, man, you know what? I'm very proud of you, though, because you stick it out with the Disney shit like that, because I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Derek. When I get home, mm-hmm. they watch that crap. As soon as I walk in the door, maybe 10 minutes later, I'm changing that channel. Oh, really? Like, I can't deal with this crap at all. It doesn't make sense. It's pointless. It's stupid. It's <laughs> I don't understand what's going on
0: yeah no i I try to keep the kids happy so whenever i'm 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 there they they control the t v
2: that's that's very nice of you that's very nice of you because whenever I'm there I control the t v
0: nice that's way so, should be
2: that's absolutely they get the t v all damn day yep then they go to school and you know what you don't need t v go read something that's right learn yeah. But, hey, man, I'm glad to hear that because, you know what, there, it's funny because there are days I leave work where if we're not recording, I'm, like, blaring brat music and so severely. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, freaking drinking gin and juice on my way home.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, Eminem and all that stuff. And my wife will be like, how was your day? I'm like, I had to listen to rap music. She's like, okay, that's all we're going to talk about.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's like, I don't need to know anything else.
0: That is the one nice thing about me and my last job, where I had that very long, quiet drive home, where I was completely just relaxed and decompressed, no matter how long, how bad of a day I had. Come uh, by the time I got home.
2: Yeah, it'll be really interesting, Derek. If you if you get a job where you have a commute again. This might really be the long commute home where we're both recording as we're driving home.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I've, I've been thinking about that. Um, we'll see.
2: Yeah, we will see. Like, I can't take this job. It's going to mess with my podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to put it in the contract. Yeah, I got to be home by 3.30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> definitely, Definitely home by 3.30. Definitely, definitely.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh- All right, sir. All right.
2: Have yourself a splendid afternoon, and thank you so much for uh, taking care of the children while we were away.
0: My pleasure. Are you cooking on on Saturday?
2: What do you want from me, man?
0: I want buffalo chicken dip, man. That's all I want from
2: you. No, I'm not making buffalo chicken dip.
0: (laughs) Why not? You said it was easy. I'm worth it.
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're cooking something, man. I don't know what, I just do what I'm told. All right. We'll see. All right, man.
0: All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is the commute home at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.